This is episode 52 of the Dave Messman podcast. This is going to be a short one after I deleted the original episode 52 because I deemed it too racist. Maybe not too racist, but dealing with stereotypes in a way that wasn't nuanced enough for what I wanted to accomplish. So this one is going to be about whether or not stereotypes can exist. And I'll, I've got a couple examples of ones that are just really broad, relatively accurate, and help us arrange the world. We use stereotypes to make quick assessments that are sometimes inaccurate, but mostly inaccurate. But the way the world works follows these general ideas and to deny their existence is to deny reality. Just because it doesn't feel good or makes us feel uncomfortable that these truths exist doesn't mean that they don't. And it becomes this point where we're dealing with emotion versus logic. Logic says these things do exist, but emotion says we don't want them to exist. And if we buy into emotion in these cases, we're denying logic, we're denying truth. And the idea of, of denying truth is being leveraged by really evil people all the time. So it's crucial that we not, so that it's crucial that good people don't ignore logic and truth because once that becomes a pattern of behavior, it can be leveraged by those who don't have good hearts. So here are a couple. I remember Jim Clyburn said that Mayor Pete would have trouble in South Carolina because a gay candidate won't do well with black voters. And Kamala Harris said that's an old trope and she's tired of hearing it. And it is an old trope. She probably is tired of hearing it. That doesn't mean it's inaccurate. It is generally true, racially, that the black community does is less tolerant of gay people than other races. That's a weird thing, right? It feels ugly to say because I'm using race to determine the opinions of a group of people. I'm also discussing what would generally be considered less progressive or more hateful ideas and applying it to people based on a characteristic they can't control. And it's not 100% true. So can I say it? Does that fact still hold true and does it mean something? It does. And if we pretend like it doesn't, we're just denying reality. Another one. Latino men and women generally fall into masculine feminine boxes more than do Anglo-Saxons. And by that I mean mostly Americans. And I can see that with my own two eyes, as can everybody. The way feminism has taken hold in the United States has in the way we've done it has equalized the genders and 
it will do that around the rest of the world. I've been talking to my friend in Brazil who sees that there where feminism has been slower to take hold, but is beginning to, and he's seeing gender equalization there. And it's just a thing that exists. Um, some cultures took it on, took on feminism, which in and of itself is totally fine. But as feminism progresses, what it does is want to eliminate any gender imbalances, and it does that by equalizing gender norms. Because at a certain level, gender norms are part of the reason for gender imbalances. And the gender norms are things that are taught to align with the biology that we come pre-wired with. So for that reason, as feminism progresses, it necessarily makes the makes both genders closer to the center. And the last big giant stereotype that I came up with was that men are more logical and women are more emotional. And this is something that everybody not everybody, most people actually agree with, but we just can't say it out loud anymore. And it is the reason that as feminism has taken hold, that the larger degree of emotional decision-making that women use has become a greater part of societal decision-making. And that's why we see political correctness on the rise. That's why we see more progressive ideas take hold. That's why we see postmodernism on the march, because postmodernism is part of the emotionality. It is a it is a it is the real world, real world manifestation of emotional decision making to put emotions in front of logic. It is political correctness at the extreme. And that's just what it is. And so it, it, in that way, it sort of feeds on itself, right? So as feminism pushes forward and becomes a greater part of society, it creates a, a cycle of creating more emotion that cannot be denied because it's how we feel. Therefore, it is self-reinforcing. And because you can never tell somebody how you feel because that is tell somebody how they feel because that invalidates how they feel. Therefore, all emotions are valid. Therefore, any expressions or decisions that are made emotionally are correct. And that's the long difficulty. I'm sort of off topic. I guess what I'm talking about was political, political correctness because I felt like I wasn't politically correct enough, politically correct enough 
in my original episode 52 and felt like I'd discuss it because it needs to be discussed. And these ideas, which are definitely well-intentioned, are eventually going to eat us up. So that's just what that is. So that's the end of a very short episode 52. And here's hoping that I, my throat chakra opens when I'm through this weird ego transcendence period. And I can start making good podcasts again. It's the end of episode 52.